Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. I had the good fortune of going for a beef on Weck at Charlie the Butcher, and I stood next to a guy in line who looked very familiar from TV interviews, and uh, the man was Steve Tiber. And he's done a tremendous uh, humanitarian job in Buffalo and throughout the United States with an organization called Eight Days of Hope. Uh, A little bit more information about him. He's the founder of Eight Days of Hope. He lives in Buffalo, New York. His wife of 36 years, Charmaine, and their five children, Stephen, Zachary, Hannah, Elise, and Emma, just moved back to New York after living in the South in Tupelo, Mississippi, for the past 19 years. Hannah serves as an ambassador with Eight Days of Hope. Steve spent over 30 years in the building material industry and recently served as vice president and business manager with Provia. Really a great humanitarian act, helping these people with rundown housing conditions to make them full. So let's first learn, Steve, what is Eight Days of Hope? Hey, Brian, thank you so much for having me this morning. You know, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. We're a faith-based nonprofit, and we bring people new beginnings, usually for natural disasters. We started after Hurricane Katrina. I was living in Tupelo, Mississippi. My dad was from Buffalo. I was living in Buffalo. Our goal was simple. We were going to find a widow, an elderly couple, maybe a single mom, and help them rebuild their house after Hurricane Katrina. Well, that was our plan. Uh, We ended up taking 684 people with us. We went to St. Louis, Mississippi, Waveland, Mississippi, and in eight days, uh, we did extreme makeover times 84. We helped 84 families rebuild their homes for free. Uh, We did this in 2005, and so when we left, just saw the destruction that was still there. Anytime there's a huge natural disaster like that, that's usually a seven to 10 year recovery cycle. And so we formed a nonprofit uh, that is based in Mississippi, but we have a satellite in the Northeast in Buffalo and a satellite in the Midwest in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So we traveled the country on a month's notice. We've gone to 60 disasters. We've now helped uh, 7,200 families rebuild their homes for free, $55 million of work for free, uh, 181 volunteer leaders. So except for a small staff of five people, we lead 43,000 people on a minute's notice help me so that's our natural disaster arm one other small tidbit of information about a year and a half ago we formed a new arm where we build safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking so Hmm. 
natural disasters and human disasters. We've done six projects. As a matter of fact, our sixth project was in Indianapolis with somebody that a lot of people in Western New York and the NFL knows, Frank Wright, him and his wife, Linda, have a ministry called Not Today, K-N-O-T, Not Today, and we help them renovate a 17,000-square-foot building uh, for them. So we respond very quickly to natural disasters, and we also are helping out um, organizations to places for those rescued from sex trafficking. Wonderful effort. A great humanitarian effort on the part of Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Now, uh, in the introduction, Steve, I told how you and your wife and your five children moved back to Buffalo. Why didn't you stay in Mississippi? Why did you move back to Buffalo, New York? Well, first of all, there's no place like home. I lived in Buffalo for 39 years, Lowe's in New York. My wife and I have 11 siblings. Ten of them live in western New York, and there's nothing like family. But people don't realize this, but last year there were 969 disasters in America. They were in Pennsylvania, Ohio, New Hampshire, Michigan, New York with flooding. And so we wanted to have a satellite in the northeast. And when a donor said, hey, I've got a 100,000-square-foot building on Kensington Avenue, I want to bless your organization with it, you know, we just felt like the door was opening. So we moved back to a couple of years ago. I love being here. Now, I do move around a lot today. I'm in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, because we're leading an outreach here because of last year's Rocha windstorm, mm-hmm. the year anniversary. But being back home, I mean, there's no place like home. And so because we have a building in Buffalo, we want to also work with businesses and churches in western New York. And that birthed our one-off project called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo where two years ago we started in the university district. We helped uh, families with free home repairs. So when you're back home, it's always important for people to give back. I want to model that for my kids. And that's what we're, we've been doing two years ago and just wrapped up a week ago in, in the uh, in the Maston district. Very good. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about your uh, transition from the business world four years ago to now the chief executive officer and president of Eight Days of Hope. Let's talk about the change and what you do in this position today all over the country. You know, when you lead a corporation, it was a pretty significant privately held company, and I was in charge of the P&L, and I was leading people, and I love doing that. I love business. Um, but I believe that there's something more to life than just, you know, doing the corporate ladder. And I'm not knocking anyone that, you know, does that or is doing it, because I did it for 30 years and finally reached the role that I'd worked hard for. But you know, there's something about um, meeting somebody who, because of a tornado or hurricane or a windstorm, you know, they have significant damage, and maybe they didn't have the right insurance or enough insurance, or they don't have any family members to help them. And so the satisfaction we get from giving back, doing eight days of hope, helping families in need, loving and serving the brokenhearted is priceless. Now, if you're a CEO of a corporation or a president or CEO of a nonprofit, it's still leading people. I mean, people are your greatest assets in the world. I mean, you know, strong leadership in city government, in a church, in a business, in a family is important. And, you know, my hope and goal as I find the seventh inning of my career in life, uh, I just turned 60 recently, is how do I do all I can to raise future leaders to do ATs of hope long after I'm gone. And that's why we have 181 leaders. It's about raising up leaders. You know, we've all been gifted. It's how do you give people an opportunity to use their gifts to give back and then encourage them and coach them, love them, help them when they um, maybe stumble a little bit and root them on, cheer them on when, when they do something great. So it's a, it's a little bit different, but um, there are a lot of similarities as well. Wonderful program, great humanitarian activity on the part of Eight Days of Hope. 
helping hundreds of people in Buffalo and throughout the United States to help them uh, as a result of natural disasters and um, poor living conditions to make these uh, homes habitable and beautiful. Our guest today is Steve Tiber, and he's the founder of Eight Days of Hope. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guest, Jack Gustafaro with the Friendship Foundation, political pundit Carl Calabrese, and WIVB-TV top anchorman Don Postles. Coming up, we'll have the Republican leader of the New York State Senate, Rob Orton, Bob Moynihan, who is an expert on the Vatican and the recent popes. So all on the Rusk Report. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, Toronto, or Manhattan to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power reaching 17 states and half of Canada, please write to Brian Rusk at ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit more information about Steve Tiber, founder of Eight Days of Hope. He left the business world on January 1st, 2017 to become the CEO, president for Eight Days of Hope. Steve serves as a board member for other organizations, including Bigger the Ball, Branches Worldwide. He also has a passion for con Christian contemporary music and has been a volunteer leader at the Kingdom Bound Christian Music Festival in upstate New York for 28 years. A great humanitarian. Steve Tiber on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. Another plug here, summer is the time for the three hours, rest, relaxation, and reading. Enjoy your summer and get your copy of the Ampol Eagle, news and historic and cultural features from the Polish-American perspective can be delivered to your door each week for less than 60 cents. The Ampol Eagle is offering a hot deal for new subscribers, just six months for $16. Call 716-835- 9454 and mention ESPN AM 1520 radio. This special offer is good through August 31st and is for new subscribers only. Call 716-835-9454 then get ready to read and relax. Let's talk a little bit about the 202 families that were served in um, Buffalo, New York. Tell us exactly what you did for these families, where they're located. Tell us all about it. Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. You know, three years ago, we wanted to do something in the community, and we wanted to work with businesses and churches to find a way to help those in need who maybe didn't have the means or the whereabouts to take care of their properties. And so we launched something called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo, and we started, we picked a district in the city of Buffalo, there's nine of them, and we picked the University District in 2019 because our building is in the University District. So a couple years ago, we, we, uh, we worked with churches, and we asked them to nominate a couple families in their church, in their community that needed help, needed help, assistance. And then we also had a lottery. So you have to own the home and be living in the home. If, if that is you and you lived in the University District, uh, you got to enter in a lottery, and we helped out hundreds of families with uh, free home repairs. Well, we tried to do this again last year, but with COVID, we had to call a timeout. But this year, we went to the Maston District. Maston District, we had um, uh, 45 
excuse me, 57 different churches in the city of Buffalo in Western New York that got involved with ATS Hope Buffalo. We uh, we did uh, we worked with local contractors who wanted to give back to the city, and they fell in love with what ATS Hope was doing. So we had five roofing contractors, a gutter company, Niagara Gutter. We had Stockmore Window and Door, Dalix Roofing, Turk Masters Roofing, Ava Roofing. Um, we had people who said, you know what? We love the city. We make our money in the city. We always want to find a way to give back. And so they partnered with us. So long story short, 18 families had brand new roofs um, installed. So that's where a roof was torn off. And these jobs normally would be $25,000, dollars $35,000. We painted 29 homes. 16 families got brand new porches, fencing, concrete work. Um, new windows and doors installed in I think it was 15 different homes. So we did a little over a million dollars of work. What I loved is that, you know, we had 1,200 people there, and 1,000 came from Buffalo, 200 came from 31 states. And it was just fun watching businesses and churches and people who maybe don't look the same, maybe don't even go to a church, but decide that they wanted to give back to the city of Buffalo. So it was an amazing outreach. 204 families was the final number. We added a couple right there at the end, and uh, we're excited to see where it goes. Uh, Key Bank was an amazing partner. They were a lead partner. But we had other uh, businesses like the Buffalo Bills Foundation, the Chapel, and so many others that said, hey, we want to be a part of this. So our hope and goal is that every year we pick a different district in the city of Buffalo, and we give people in Western New York a chance to partner with us by either praying, volunteering, or donating to give back to those in need. So it was an amazing success. Uh, we love being in the Northeast in Buffalo. And, of course, there's extra uh, oomph for me being my hometown. So it's been, a, it's been a fun journey. Wonderful. Very admirable work. If somebody's listening in West Seneca, New York, or Montreal, or Northern Florida, and they're moved to give a donation, I know you're 501c3. How can somebody make a tax-deductible donation? Where to send it? Please tell us, Steve Tiber. Yeah, thank you so much, Brian, for asking. It all starts on our website. You can become a monthly partner. You can make a one-time donation. It's safe. It takes a couple clicks of the button. Um, And you can do that at 8daysofhope.com. That's plural, 8daysofhope.com. You can also send a check uh, to our post office box. I'll give that to you in a minute, but it's on our website and our Facebook page as well. We're on Instagram and Twitter, but the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 3208. Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, M-S. So P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. And if you put Buffalo in the memo line, we have 100% pass-through on all of our donations. We're a unique nonprofit. We have 14 partners on our website. They cover all of our fixed costs. So if you donate to help out with a hurricane or a snowstorm or the initiative in Buffalo, just write in the memo line, our safe houses those rescued from trafficking, uh, write that in the memo line, and we'll spend every single penny that you donate in that initiative, not based not for a salary or a building or a truck. So a very unique way of doing ministry. You please give the uh, name of the charity the, and the address one more time for someone who couldn't reach for a pen. Thank you, Brian. Man, you've done this before. I love it. It's 8daysofhope.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also uh, just donate online, become a monthly partner, or you can mail a check to Post Office Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Tupelo, Mississippi, MS is the initials, and the zip code is 38803. 
Yes, we've helped hundreds of charities in the last 30 years. In fact, we'd like to boost also the Friendship Foundation is having an event on August 29th uh, to help those who are homeless with drug abuse problems and psychiatric problems. It's uh, featuring Terry Buckwald, the Elvis impersonator, and it's a drive uh, through to pick up a chicken. It's $12. It's at the George Lampost, 962 Worley Drive. And then the dinner and the show is $20. So if you are interested in helping those in need in the homeless, call Jack Gustafaro at 515-8242. That's area code 716-515-8242. And this show in the last 30 years has helped hundreds of charities raise thousands of dollars, such as this very worthy program with Eight Days of Hope, which helps so much in the Maston District in Buffalo, New York. Now, you had 1,190 volunteers participate. <laughs> Who are all these people? Where are they from? Uh, tell us about this tremendous army of humanitarians. Yeah, so the volunteers, the majority of them were from Western New York, and they either have traveled with us around the country or learned about us through, you know, maybe Key Bank, our lead partner, or from a local church like the chapel or Watermark or um, one of the Catholic churches in the area. Um, we just want to give people an opportunity to use their gifts. It could be making food. It could be putting on some roofing shingles. It might be to paint. It might be to do some landscaping or cutting grass. And these volunteers, for the most part, were from Western New York. We did have some out-of-state volunteers. What's really unique about this trip, Brian, we've done about 60 of these now around the country. This is the first time ever we did the entire event outdoors due to COVID. So in the morning, we got together at All High Stadium at Bennett. We had breakfast, and uh, we did our morning worship and devotion and last-minute instructions. The volunteers left, and all the work they did was on the exterior side of the house, open air. We want to be sensitive that there is a pandemic, and we, and we didn't want it you know, to become a, a, an event where negative came out of something like this. So um, volunteers tend to come from around the country. If you want to be in the loop of wherever we go, it's pretty simple. You go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. It just gives us your email address. It's very simple. Just send, send us your email address. We will not be blowing up your email, but we will tell you anytime we go anywhere. So like right now, tomorrow for the next eight days, we're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. A year ago, they had a derocho, which is an inland hurricane, 140-mile-per-hour winds for two hours, toppled 35,000 trees. Well, for the next eight days, we just left Buffalo. We're here. We're serving families in Cedar Rapids for the next eight days. So that starts tomorrow. And um, from there, we go to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, build another safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking. And unfortunately, hurricane season is here. So uh, when a disaster strikes, we're there a day later with equipment, feeding supplies, chainsaws, tarps, um, you name it. It's just it's amazing how this ministry has grown the last 16 years. I have a question about the sex trafficking uh there are several hundred thousand people illegally crossing the southern border. We've heard of the drug abuse, but also I understand there's a lot of sex trafficking. Are you helping with that crisis at the border? Well, so we work with organizations that are already established, and they need additional space. So today there's 13,000 animal shelters in America. There's nothing wrong with that. I've had pets my whole life. But there's only 600 rooms for those who've been rescued where they can shut the door lock it and know that somebody's not going to try to come in in the middle of the night. 
And so we need to do a better job as a people to understand that this is the fastest growing crime in the world. 83% of the people that are trafficked in American are Americans. A lot of people don't understand that. They think it's the immigrant or it's, it's the person that doesn't speak English. Yes, that happens too. But 83% of people who are trafficked in the United States were born in the United States. Sometimes they're runaways. Sometimes they're foster kids who rebel and, and leave home. And then there's those who've been tricked through social media or gaming sites, and they've been groomed by somebody in a high school or in an area of the country. Um, but it's the fastest growing crime in the world. And in the next two months, we'll be building another facility that will provide a place for uh, ladies in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And then we're off to Philadelphia in November, where we'll be helping out a nonprofit there to uh, to provide some space as well. What's really important to us when we worked with Frank Reich, former coach of the Bills, mm-hmm. excuse, excuse me, quarterback of the Bills, right. now coach of the Colts, you know, they have a children's facility in Indianapolis that we built. 15,000 square feet facility that we renovated for them for free. But, you know, they understand that this is happening. This isn't just in New Orleans and Las Vegas. This is happening in Batavia, New York. It's happening in Erie, Pennsylvania. It's happening in Mobile, Alabama. It's happening everywhere. And sometimes um, it's, it's kind of like we have to take our blinders off. I mean, this is real. This is happening in every community of our country. Eight Days of Hope wants to be a part of that solution. Wonderful effort. Um, we support this tremendously at ESPN Radio, this humanitarian work, uh, helping those victims of sex trafficking. It's just a horrible situation. If you're uh, listening in Amherst, New York, uh, Toronto, or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts. Of Clear Channel Power. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Again, Steve Tiber is one of the two remaining original directors of Eight Days of Hope, along with Wayne Van Landingham. Uh, in the Island Dispatch in Grand Island, the newspaper read, Eight Days of Hope, Buffalo, 2021, in partnership with Key Bank, and the first Niagara Foundation wrapped up Saturday, July 24th, after serving for eight days in the Maston District, providing 202 families with free home repairs. Wonderful effort. Again, if you're interested in mental health and helping the homeless, those with uh, drug conditions and psychiatric challenges, please participate with the Chicken Dinner with Terry Buckwald performing Sunday, August 29th. Uh, dinners from 4.30 to 5.30, show 5.30 to 8.30, and the drive through for Chicken Dinner, it's $12 from 2 to 5. The dinner in the show is $20. You can contact Jack Gustafaro at 716-515-8242. Uh, please, Steve, tell us again how someone can make a tax-deductible donation to the 501c3, Eight Days of Hope, to restore uh, homes and lives in tough areas in Buffalo and throughout the United States. You know, hurricane season is here, and when the next hurricane hits America, we will leave to support those need the following day, and we do that without even raising a penny. And so donations are very important. It's 100% pass-through. 
we have partners that cover our fixed costs. So if you donate to Eight Days of Hope to help out in Buffalo or with hurricanes or our safe house ministry, you can do that online at eightdaysofhope.com. You can make a one-time gift, become a monthly or quarterly partner, or you can mail us a check at P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. That's T-U-P-E-L-O, Tupelo, Mississippi, M-S, is the initials for that state, 38803. And again, every that you would donate, there's a 100% pass-through. Very unique a way of, of doing ministry for a nonprofit. Uh, we just love the fact that we get a chance to, 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 on a moment's notice, love and serve the brokenhearted. I tell the volunteers all the time, Brian, you might leave exhausted, but your heart's going to be full. Last week when we left Buffalo, those 1,900 volunteers, they were smiling from ear to ear. It was an amazing outreach. We loved working with Key Bank and all the local businesses and churches. It was just an amazing time of, of service. Well, you're a wonderful man. I'm so happy when I was getting a beef on Wicked, uh, Charlie the Butcher <laughs> and Cheek Dewaga, you were there, recognized you, and within 30 seconds I said, come on my radio show and tell about this humanitarian act. So God was smiling on us. Now, you com- uh, you completed over a million dollars of work in the Buffalo, New York area for the poor and the needy. Tell us a little bit more in detail of this million dollars of donated work for those in need. Yes. So we worked with uh, local volunteers and even some contractors decided to show up and help help out. And we uh, painted 29 different homes. We followed the uh, the lead paint safety rules that the Erie County Department of Health has asked us to follow, which we did. We worked very closely with the City of Buffalo and the Department of Inspection. At, uh, 17 or 18 different roofs that were totally replaced. I think there was about 15 porches that we. Um, there's a lot of porches in the inner city of Buffalo, wood porches that need repairs or do you need to be rebuilt? And we had carpenters and, 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 and semi-skilled people and single moms bringing their kids to come serve. Um, we had, you know, it was just amazing watching that all come together. Then we had a, something really unique, Brian. We went door to door on Manhattan Street and some other streets in the Mastin District, mm-hmm. and we just uh, raked, uh, we cut people's lawns and did landscaping, cleaned out mm-hmm. their gutters, and we just tried to bring a, a, an ounce of hope during a very tough time in our country. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, we so enjoyed it. We're praying that next year we can do this again to a different district. And again, for more information about the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope, you can go to eightdaysofhope.com. Uh, we have a, a minute left. 40,000 volunteer hours you did with Eight Days of Hope. Uh, tell us in a minute what that was all about. You know, it's amazing. When you wake up in the morning at 7.30 and you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people from Western New York and some from out of the area, and they had one common goal. They were meeting each other for the first time. They were excited on somebody with their, their gifts. So, you know, we fed people, we cut their lawns, we gave them new roofs, we installed new windows, but we prayed with people. We just let people tell us their stories. It was amazing eight days in the city of Buffalo. So thankful for the leaders in Buffalo that worked very closely with us. Great to work with. Thank you to Key Bank and all the local churches and businesses that came alongside Eight Days of Hope. And we hope to do this again next year. Thank you so much. We really salute our guest today, the founder nationally of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber, uh, it's amazing what he did in Buffalo, New York. 202 families served, 1,190 volunteers participated, over a million dollars of work completed. Outstanding. Any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14222. 
1-800-227-8226. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, for 15 years helping us. Thank you for enlightening us. Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.